Hi, this is Carl Palachuk, and welcome to another SMB Community Podcast. I'm joined today by Mr. Manuel Palachuk. How are you, sir? I'm great. Thanks for having me again. I like your new office setting. That's very yeah, nice. I got to tell you, this is expensive stuff, too. You can't just get this on the street corner. Or the the out-of-focus chairs? Oh, they're, are they out-of-focus again? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, anyway, so uh, for those who did them are, are kind of out of focus, too. Right. As those of you who don't know, my brother, Manuel, is a coach and a general great guy when it comes to process management. And in particular, his big push is agile service delivery. That's his, I don't know, that's the, the phrase of the year this year, I guess. That is. And uh, so let's start with a catch up. So you just got back from England. Tell me about that. Actually, we got back from Europe. We, we, we actually made it. We went to Vienna first and then to Bratislava and then to um, Hungary and Budapest. And we saw some sites along the way. And then we hopped back to the UK to meet up with a client for a 20, their 25th uh, year in business anniversary. And Very nice. Yeah, that was nice. And we also caught up with uh, some other people in the community, um, Mark and Rachel, Mark um, nice Williams. Williams. Yeah, and, uh, and Rachel McGinnis. That was really cool. Had dinner with those guys. Very cool. Well, it's nice to be a world traveler, eh? So, uh, so what's going on in Manuel Palachuk International? So, you are truly international. Yeah, we are actually, right? I got clients in the, uh, that are based in India are right now at ChannelCon, uh, hanging out with everybody I'd be hanging out with uh, if I were there. Um, so, yeah, we, are, we are, truly are international. Um, so we moved from the east side of Florida to the west side of Florida and kind of relocated, decided to get back to a location we'd like better. So for the last several months, we've been at some point almost homeless because we were living in a, uh, in a temporary apartment. But it wasn't too bad because it's on the beach, you know, on the west side of Florida near Clearwater. And yeah, now it, didn't, it didn't suck. No, it didn't. And then now we're settling into a place and um, getting um, – getting the business to the next level because we're going to do some breakout marketing in the summer. And uh, we've even upped our game. We, uh, one of my favorite uh, sayings is uh, F all that. We call it the fat shirt. <laughs> and uh, with the, on the back, it says the Zen of coaching. So we, we're going to take those to our events and we've got several events in the queue besides, besides uh, meeting up with you and hanging out with you on stage at, at uh, channel pro a couple times. I have a speaking gig actually next week in Orlando for the youth program of the North American Native Indians. They're going to let me present to the, a group of them on inspiration and motivation, which is really going to be very cool. Nice. And we get tickets to see their, all of the, their festival events. They're going to be you know, in full dress doing all kinds of really cool um, presentations and things like that. We get to sit in on that. And then – Coptia. Uh, and then in the end of the year, November, uh, Help Desk International, I think they're rebranding and changing the name, but they've got another event at their premier event at the end of the year called Server Service Management World. And I got uh, tapped to speak at that and talk about um, business strategy and culture. So Very cool. that's basically, that's what I'm up to for the next six months. So you're too busy to take on new clients. Is that what I'm hearing? Oh, no. I, I actually <laughs> could take on a couple new clients because the way things are structured, I actually have a spare day or two. Uh, you know, I could tap into move some writing and other things aside. But uh, I, 
absolutely have room for. Very good. So, so people assuming on the way somewhere. Ah, all right. So, so if people are looking to do some coaching, you're available. Uh, so let's uh, focus on a couple of things. First of all, Channel Pro this year has been really fun. So we have an event in New Jersey, and we have a new uh, an event in San Jose. So, uh, and then I think we're done for the year. Uh, so those are September and October, September and November. I don't know. Early is it? Mid November, I think. Yeah. Now, well, first week in November. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, so I go to uh, Channel Pro, San Jose, and then I literally drive to Oakland, get on a plane, and fly to the UK for uh, uh, an event in September. And then when I go to the SMBIT professionals in Australia in October, I come home and I think I land on a Friday and then switch suitcases and fly to New Jersey for Channel Pro at the beginning of November. So. <laughs> A lot of yeah. So until then, I'm I'm sitting at home doing nothing. But the the fall will be uh, uh, some serious travel. So uh, the other thing I want to talk about is CompTIA. So you got all kinds of stuff going on in CompTIA, including your your kind of the central focus of the um, managed services community meeting. Yeah, the managed services community workshop is actually going to uh, be kicked off. The first 45 minutes is of my presentation, uh, a workshop version of. Uh, the Getting to the Next Level book, where I lay out the what what I call the uh, the a business strategy life cycle, where you basically address you know you, you do a SWOT analysis, figure out where you're at, develop your strategy, execute on it, and then measure where you're at. And I've got uh, put together a workshop, basically worksheets and things like that that everybody gets to use. And you know they're pretty they're going to be they're pretty excited about having me do that. And then. It'll be followed by a couple of other presenters doing a little shorter segments on one on, on culture specifically and one on metrics. And so it's going to be a really good workshop. It's like two hours, 15 minutes. And yeah. Very good. Well, in general, folks should go to ChannelCon if they haven't been before. Yeah. It's absolutely worthwhile. So then you're going to do your own uh, uh, huddles, I guess, while you're there. And you're going to do a coaches mastermind group. So tell me a little bit about that. Well, so I've been doing, I, well, I call it an ad hoc coaches uh, huddle mastermind group. And I've been doing it for coming up on six years. And what I like to do is I go to an event and I'll call, put out a call for anybody that wants to do it and say, hey, you want to do a huddle? And so I get a little group of people together. And now I, the way I say it, I want to make a million connections, right? And we all get together. I, I kind of mo you know host and moderate it. Um, and when they walk away, there's five or six people who have now new friends all over from, you know, wherever else in the world. And so I like doing that in advance. I also do it on a monthly basis and it's always free. There's no marketing, there's no sales. Well, what I'm doing is I'm taking that to CompTIA because they had a room available that I got connected with and it's going to hold 40 people. And I got a bunch of coaches who are willing to help me do this. We're going to basically do this huddle concept, but with six coaches, five or six coaches. And, so it'll be by sign up, first come, first serve. And of course, if they're following you, they'll see the emails and the, you know, uh, where to sign up. But the cool part is basically I get to take it and multiply it by six and say, look, there's six different groups will be running at the same time. And um, I think it's going to be pretty cool. Very cool. Well, and, you know, you before we started recording, you were telling me what you want is for people to get addicted to this concept of a, a huddle. So tell me, what does that mean to you? I mean, not the addiction part, but the uh, huddle. Well, yeah. So 
the the huddle thing is that it's this mastermind concept, right? That when you go to these events, everybody knows that we're always looking for the one thing that's going to get our business to the next level or one really cool piece of information or one connection. And you get into one of those conversations, whether you're standing there eating food, you know, at one of the, you know, one of the, at the free bar or whatever. And you, you see these groups where there are five or six people, they just kind of suck together and they're just sitting there talking and sharing information and that when they, that you do that, what if that was a little bit more organized and focused? And so what if everybody had 15 minutes to share a success, a failure, a pain point idea? And what I've done is said, like, that's some of the best times I've had and the best content I've gotten. And this is what others have said is when I find a group like that and then throughout the event, they sometimes cling back together and find each other throughout. Right. And, and they've made new connections. And I'm saying, let's go do that on purpose. Basically put out a call and say, look, if you want to get in on a huddle, I'm going to introduce you to five new people from all over the United States. You're going to have five new connections. Everybody's going to get a chance to talk about their success, failure, or their pain point. And then you're going to go about your way. And I've got people who, as I said, I've been doing this like five, coming up on six years, that they are still connected uh, with people. And they've even started their own huddle groups. And so basically, I just, that's, I want want it to proliferate, you know, and you know, I am often asked, so, so how do you do this mastermind thing? You know, do you, do you go someplace and sign up on a, uh, a website and then you have to get training and then you download their materials? And I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> you say, I want to get together once a month with Manuel and, you know, Bob and, and Susan and whoever. And like you, you just create your group and yes. there are you know, for most groups, there's no dues unless you choose that you, you need to uh, each come up with some money to get a meeting room or whatever. Uh, and, you know, and it's, you just do it. And yeah. uh, I think some people are nervous about, well, if I'm not paying for it, it can't be that good. But, you know, you and I have been in a mastermind group for, I don't know how many years, several. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, here in Sacramento, I've got a mastermind group that we're, we've been going almost 12 years now. Right. And, you know, it's, it's truly spectacular. And I think everybody has that one friend or two friends that they try to have lunch once a quarter just to catch up. And it's a great opportunity. And you, you, you know, your business grows because you do that. This is a similar thing, but it's with a group. Right. Yeah. And it's times four or five. And, you know, really all you need to understand is the power of the mastermind, right? The power of the mastermind is when you're just like some people, have you ever seen you go into one of these events and let's say it's that group that are sitting there, they're having a beer and they're eating some of the munchies and they start talking about something and somebody will come and stand on the periphery and they're just listening. Well, they're soaking up energy and they're soaking up information and ideas and thoughts from five different people. They're not even participating. And they walk away and go, that was the greatest thing I ever went to. You didn't even do anything. You just stood there and watched these guys drink beer and eat food. But you, but you felt that mastermind, the power of the mastermind, because you have people that are shooting ideas back and forth. And I think anybody knows that zone when they get in it, when they're in a conversation and they find themselves leaning in and listening and having input and going, wow, this is cool. Well, you don't, like you said, you don't have to pay money. You don't have to download it. You know, any, any documentation, you don't have to be certified. All you got to do is have a very simple process, right? In the same way we do it. Quick intro around or catch up. Hey, what you've been doing since the last time we saw each other or who are you? And then right. it, when it takes turns, success, failure, pain point, or idea is the way I do it. Or donate your time back or pass, basically, until later, until you get an idea. And everybody just goes around, and pretty soon, and one of the cool things that we've had come from my 
my set group that I do with a group of MSPs that now has been, we're working on our fourth year together. Um, we've had where we go, you know what, we need to slate this where we're just going to have a huddle or mastermind will be just about that subject because there are so many people interested in it. It would take the whole mastermind to one side. And so we, we set out a set subject masterminds where we go, okay, we're going to talk about lunch and learns and two people are going to do a brain dump and one person's going to troubleshoot theirs and the other two are going to just figure out how to get launched on it, you know, or whatever. And it's, it's really powerful stuff. It's, and that's why I guess I, it means so much to me every time I go to an event, I put out a call just random and say, who wants to do a huddle? And sometimes I get groups of people together and sometimes I don't, but um, I made a lot of great friends doing it. A lot of great connections too. Right. Well, and you're contributing to their business. And you know, like you said, you also make friends because uh, like, I think Mark, you mentioned it. I think he's going to be at CompTIA again, right? So you get to see him more than once a year because <laughs> he comes to an event here, you go to an event there, you know, it's all good. Uh, so, so masterminds are awesome. Uh, I want to talk also a bit about one of the things that you casually mentioned. Um, you know, when you go to these groups and you talk about how you get to the next level, uh, you, you're, somebody else is doing the culture thing uh, at that meeting in CompTIA, but you're huge on culture. And, you know, I guess, you know, I just had a conversation with somebody and it always, it's hard for me to get my arms around, how do you grow culture? Like you did it in my business, I did it in my business, obviously. Um, you know, but how do you teach somebody how to grow their culture, how to maintain it, how to, to help it evolve over time. Cause if you don't put your hands on that, it will just, it'll grow on its own. It'll, it'll literally be the backyard that got out of control. Yeah. yeah. No, one of my favorite things is if you don't, if you don't tend to your culture, you get, you know, and it comes from the top of the organization down, you get what grows from the bottom and it's just going to be weeds. So, so the person that's doing, and I don't recall their name, they're doing a little 20 minute segment, which is really more of a, hands-on, let's do some culture kind of a thing. But my presentation will always start with this thing I call the pyramid of purpose and value, which is the top segment is culture. The middle segment is your, you know, the, your, your compass, basically the direction the company's going. And the bottom section is the business, the roadmap for success are all really where the strategy and the metrics and the resources come in. But so my presentation, when I talk about that framework, always starts with the culture. And this presentation will also start with a short version of a story you've heard me tell before about the cost of getting it wrong and, you know, and how to get it right. And really, when you say, how do I get my culture right? I, you know, I got to say right from my book, you start with a vision of what in the world it is you're out to go do. Like, I, we want to be the best IT company, or I want to provide IT, or we want to make the best cookies. Whatever it is, you start with that vision. Because that's what everybody adheres to. They look at that and go, oh, I can get on board with that. Okay. Not everybody gets to get on board, though. That's where most people have the problem is they let people on into their company or onto the ship that don't have the best intention, that don't think the way they do, that don't care for and treat. And why is that, right? Because when I think about the people that I've hired over the years, why would I hire somebody that I know is, is not a good fit? Well, the, it's the warm body syndrome. I, I need somebody to just do the work. I got to get the work or I can't, or I can't, you know, my, my, my business isn't going to grow. I can't take care of the client. And me and you both know, I firmly believe, I, I don't want to misquote, but I believe it's Jim Collins 
you, you can only grow your business as fast as you can take on quality talent. Well, quality talent has a definition. They like, they, they're, uh, they're, they believe in your vision. They're coupled to your mission. They have the same values or they can support those values. And then, you know, the other part I put in this top segment is the, uh, the cultural or the, uh, basically the, the human element, that thing of, they're like uh, Zappos says, it got to be a little, a little uh, weird. A little right? weird, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, so you, you go and say, there's a vision that we can all say, I, I want to see that come true too. The mission is we're going to do this every day. I can do that. The, the values are straight up, you know, custodial, you know, for me, I have my own, you know, custodialship, um, you know, learning, you know, all of these things. And you lay those out. And if it's only you, you write them down to yourself. And at later date, you can always go to the team and say, look, I like what we're doing here. I want to let you in and let's refine these. Let's make them our values. But as long as they're close to mine, I'm okay with that. And now a little four or five group uh, uh, person group refines the vision of the values. And then pretty soon 20, 30 people, you review it again. And then you're a hundred people. And that's how you make sure that those values are still what you believe in and that the group can believe in. And as you do that, that's the filter that keeps people on the outside. You say, you know what? You don't fit in that 90 day window. If they don't fit in the culture, you can't bring them around and go like, you need to think differently about this thing. And you can tell that they're not doing it. You got to get them out of the company, but people, they go wrong because they just need a warm body. And that's a hard thing. And when people want to grow their business, but I promise you, I've yeah. seen too many cases. It's also where... the case. If all <laughs> you're doing is hiring warm bodies, then even if you have somebody who could potentially be really good with your culture, they end up saying, Oh, nobody cares about that. Like if nobody's pushing you to quality, then you're not quality. If nobody pushes you to be good at documentation, you're not good at documentation. Uh, and so you, you take somebody who could be really good for your company, but if nobody cares, right, if it's just a warm body, then quality slips, customer service slips and so forth. You know, I always found it, you know, this whole concept of top down that you start by modeling the behavior. Right? How do people know this is a fun place to work? Is it because when they walk in, they see fun stuff? Or is it because they see me, right? They see you, they see, oh, this is the company that, you know, we got the Nerf guns in the drawer and, you know, we do quarterly outings, yeah. right? Uh, you do what you do. And if you ask every single day, did you put your notes in the system, but you put your time in the system, uh, then you've got a culture that says those things are important, uh, yeah. and, right? But if you just say it, if it's on the wall and you get a checklist, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, and it's funny you bring that up. Uh, every once in a while, I take a picture of a place that I'm at. I was walking through a hospital a couple of years back and coming through the main area is a really large, beautiful front area. And they had on the wall, really huge, their, their vision and their mission statement. And I took a picture, because it's funny, not every company does that. And every company I work with, I say, I want to see, when we get it figured out, I want to see that on the inside of your front door, not in the hallway. It needs to be in the most common area where people work and do their thing. I want to see your mission and your vision on the wall, whichever, one or the other or both. And I want to see that that's there because that's what you literally point to and say, don't forget why we're here, right? We're out to do something. And it's funny because how it endears people when you weave that, that culture 
all the way through what you're trying to do. It, it shows up. It's why I always start with that because everything all the way down to the line, down to the strategy has to couple to it. And when it is, you, you have an unbeatable team. You have an unbeatable, you know, methodology. And it's hard to do. People, people really just don't get it. Um, interestingly enough, um, I had spoke with a gentleman recently who had sat in on my, my getting to the next level presentation at CompTIA a year ago. And they were so inspired. They said, you know, I've been in business almost 20 some years, over 25 years. And we never really had a vision and a mission statement laid out. And I didn't really think I needed one. And I listened to your presentation and I went home and it's taken me a year to get it figured out and handed out, but it is now in place. And I was like, I didn't know. I didn't know I inspired you to do that. He goes, yeah. He goes, he goes, I, I heard what you said and I went, I got to go fix this. And I was like, that's very cool. And he is excited about what it means to his company that he's now got culture that he could say, we have a defined culture. It's not, we're a fun place to work. We like to, you know, whatever it is. It's very clear and it's powerful. It's interesting. So just literally a couple of days ago, I got an email from somebody who said, Hey, regarding page 40 of many services in a month, I just want you to know that I did that first thing and uh, it really made all the difference in how we're evolving the business. I'm like, ah, crap. Now I got to go get the book. I'm like, okay, oh, let's see. Here we go. I just, I literally, I only have it here because I had to go get the book and, and go find. So page 40, I, I talk about first determine what your goals are and what your business and your personal goals are. Because if you don't know what those things are, there's no point in doing any of the rest of it, right? Yeah. If you don't know where you're going or what direction you want to take your business, there's no point in like working really, really hard every day for 12 hours if you don't even know where you're pushing the cart. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, it's a, it's a huge thing. So do you, I, I've seen your signature presentation on culture and I absolutely love it. And I, you know, so someday that will be just, everybody will see it. Yeah. But in the meantime, do you get to talk on that as much as you would like? No, I don't. And it is why, so this workshop for CompTIA, uh, I had originally submitted as a presentation and had, and said, okay, um, you know, I want to talk about culture and the business life cycle and the strategy. And uh, the, quite often I submit for presentations and the one that you're referring to is really quite of a keynote type caliber presentation. And it's hard to break into that and get people to see it as that or as a cornerstone type presentation. So at um, HDI uh, or service management world this fall, I'm going to do a version of that. And so it's got a, it's a condensed version at the beginning and then we continue on and talk about the other parts of the life cycle. But that presentation as a core, it, it makes me feel good to know that uh, it impacts people the way it does. And I look forward to doing it a lot more. I mean, in the future, I, you know, you know, one day I'm sure I'll get a, a paid, you know, um, um, keynote. Well, and that's, that'll be the one I do. I hope so. Uh, you know, I, my favorite thing to talk about is always relax, focus, succeed. And uh, you know, I get to, I get to, if I'm lucky, I get to speak on that three times a year. <laughs> so, ah, yeah. You know, uh, it's, it, it does, you know, there's certain things where 
people think that they know what they want, right? And so we're in IT, so I need you to talk about service delivery. I'm like, okay, you know, I can do that. Uh, but, you know, there's some really cool stuff over here. <laughs> well, and, you know, we actually had a little thread on email where we are talking about, I specifically didn't make my book getting to the next level about IT. I use an IT company as an example, but I didn't make it about IT because the bigger picture is I want to do motivational, inspirational, and I want to, I do want to do more talks on motivation, inspiration, and culture. And it's a hard shift to make to, you know, in your business, but you know, the path that I'm growing is to, is to build this thing out to be where other people can come on board as a getting to the next level coach, read the book, use the tool and do the same thing. Meanwhile, I feather off and go into, into speaking on the subject more basically that's that's what you know my vision looks like right uh all right so we are almost out of time so let me just put a pin in that for now uh and talk about how we get in touch with you what what kinds of specific services might people engage you to do so i do consulting uh very infrequently and only with very specific customers who are really very serious about getting to the next level that's like a fractional coo type thing Mostly what I do is coaching and uh, the coaching programs are basically sized for any size company from a million to 10 million. It, there's, there's a program for everybody and there are different benefits to each of the programs based on the level of engagement. And anybody can find that on my website at manualpalachuk.com. All you got to do is spell the name correctly and the conventional spelling of Palachuk. <laughs> and, uh, and of course, reach out to me. Anybody can reach out to me on social media. And, and my phone number is on my website and it's not a line that a secretary answers. It's my cell phone. If anybody ever wanted to call me or get, get in touch with me, I'm, I'm open to that. No problem. So uh, my friend, uh, Patrick Schwartzfeger always says that, that he used to hate his name until the internet came along. And now it's so easy to find, it's easier to find him than John Smith. Right. right? So, the right one anyway, right? Yeah, because if you if you get close to Manuel Palachuk, just just start typing something, you're going to find it, right? I, it's it's actually delightful to be alive in the 21st century. So, uh, so so folks can engage you that way, and then with your website, you're also going to have links up there at some point to uh, uh, the CompTIA Mastermind Huddle, or should they just get on your mailing list? Uh, well, if there are my anybody's on my mailing list is going to get a copy of it, and hopefully on yours you're going to spread the word. And any of the other coaches are going to be asked to send it out. But there, it will all be by first come first serve, and they do have to register, and that will be on my site. There's an event uh, page for it, landing page that will have up by well by the time this hits the air, it'll be up and and roll. And, and there's no charge for that. There's no charge for it. There's also no sales and no marketing. This is about making connections and and letting people know how cool it is and what a huddle is about. And, you know, it doesn't mean that any of the coaches aren't going to talk about what they do, but I'm saying it, its purpose is not to sell you anything and its purpose is not to market anything. And, and yeah, and it's, I was, it's, and it's free. So full loop back to culture. So part of what you're doing is uh, the go giver thing, right? You're giving value first. And then if people choose to engage, then they can. What about, you mentioned 1 million to 10 million. So what about people under a million? Do they just like, they're on their own? No, you're right. Actually, when I say, I should say, you know, from that category, if you were to check, you know, when they say uh, you're a million and below and that, right. And actually all the way to a hundred. So really anywhere 
from 100 million. And not that I wouldn't take somebody higher. The whole gambit is covered. There is a group, there's a program of engagement for everyone, regardless okay. of their revenue. And smaller companies, uh, it's interesting, there's a program set up for them specifically that to literally to help them get to the next level. And I've helped many one person operations quadruple in size in less than a year, right? When they've got the right strategy, it's really amazing how fast it can go. Very cool. Well, I agree to that. So, um, you know, it's interesting with the, with the folks who are small, I've gotten a few emails from people over the years who say, you know, I'm sorry, I can't participate in this program or that program, but I'm a one person shop and I can only change one thing at a time. So I'm like, okay, that's actually a good way to look at it, right? There are programs. If you can only change one thing at a time, I recommend read this book, watch that video, right? Do this thing, participate in this program, obviously join the community. Um, because I, I fully acknowledge that there are people that need to engage me up here uh, in order to get their business to double in a year. And then there are people who uh, need to engage me here because they can only change one thing at a time. So you gotta, you kind of know what you can do before you engage a coach. Yeah. And I don't want to drag this out any longer, you know, go too much over time, but you hit literally on why I use the agile approach to business strategy. You figure out what all you've got to do and then you right size your initiative to what you, you and your team can do. And if you and your team is you, your dog and your spouse, you're not going to get a lot done. And one of the most important things I help people do is figure out how to get the right size initiative to not say, oh, we're going to change all this. No, you're not. You're going to get this done. You're going to create success and then you're going to build on it. And, and then when your team gets bigger and you can push other things, you can get two initiatives done this quarter, right? And then one day, pretty soon, each department or each aspect of your business, sales, marketing, finance, all have their own initiatives, their own teams. And it's, you know, um, and it's, and by the way, it is kind of fun when you, you help somebody figure out how not just giving them strategy, but how to execute on strategy successfully, consistently there. It's empowering. Right. Well, I'll just finish by saying I've had at one point, two kinds of coaching clients, the kind that cancels every phone call and never gets anything done. And the kind that says, wait, hold that thought a minute and clickety, clickety, click. They send off an email telling somebody on their staff to execute something you just yeah. discussed. <laughs> All right, those are the two ends of the spectrum, right? So, you know, uh, everybody's got to figure out where they are right now and where they want to be and how, how, what's the delta? How, how do I change from where I am now to where I want to be? Uh, and uh, coaches can help do that. So, And then they got to execute, right? Okay. Yes. Uh, your execution. Our success depends on your execution. Exactly. Right. All right. Well, that's all I have for today. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you being with me as always. Well, it was great to be here. Thanks again. And uh, I look forward to seeing you, but it's still going to be another couple months. I haven't seen you in I know. four or five months. But I'll see you at, at uh, ChannelCon. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Excellent. I look all forward right. to it. See you then.